We are live, folks. Here we are. It is Friday, December 11th. Going to be an awesome day. Got a great message today for you. As we get started, we start every presentation with prayers for those that are affected by COVID-19 all over the world. Our heartfelt prayers go out to those people, to everybody that is impacted by this, which I would believe include just about everybody today. Our prayers go out for those who have lost loved ones and the loved ones who have been lost, that the Lord would open his arms and take them into his kingdom uh, for their eternity. God bless, and, and let's get started from there. You know, all week long, we've been talking about financial mastery coaching the CFO project, prosperity thinking versus poverty thinking. And and, and it probably, I, I would have to say, is one of the hardest things to overcome because it, it really, our thinking comes from our past. It comes from our growing up. It comes from the atmosphere that we live in. Remember, the fish don't know they live in water and, and we don't realize the atmosphere that surrounds each and every one of us. What is that atmosphere? It's the people we associate with, the people we work with, the the TV programs we watch, the books we read. And if you're not reading every day something that, that is good for your heart and mind, you need to start that habit. You should read 15 to 30 minutes every day. If you do that, you will read and complete a book about once a month. In a year, you'll have read 12 books that literally raise you above 99% of everybody else because others aren't reading to improve themselves. You know, we're talking about personal growth here. If you have access to being online, you have access to free books. You know, whether it's through Facebook, Google, or whatever your access to the internet is, there is unlimited resources of knowledge, personal growth, thinking tests. In other words, exercising your thinking muscle in in here. You got to do that the same as you exercise your physical muscles uh, in order to get better at thinking. So as we get started today and think about that, you know, what what am I talking about when I talk about, you know, prosperity thinking? It, It is so hard sometimes for people to grasp the term prosperity, because what is that? Prosperity could be one of many things. It could be financial, it could be money, it could be relationships with other people, could be relationships with the Lord above. But prosperity thinking comes from a positive attitude. A positive attitude comes from a thinking of gratitude, an attitude of gratitude. You know, no matter what our circumstances are every day, there is opportunity to improve in some way, shape or form, no matter how little or how small, if you simply every day focus on becoming a better you. St. Paul talked about in his second letter to Corinthians 
about competing with yourself. You don't compare or compete with other people. You compete with yourself. Have you improved? Are you a better person today than you were yesterday? That is so important to approach every day of your life with that kind of a positive attitude. What can I do today to move myself forward? Even if I'm having a challenge, what can I learn in that challenge? What is my opportunity in challenges? So, so many times we get caught up in looking down at the snakes and dragons at our feet. We forget to look ahead into the horizon and look for that opportunity. It may not even look like an opportunity today, but I can assure you when I look back from my 71 years young and I look back at times in my life when I was literally at the bottom of the pit and I did not know it, I didn't know where to go. I, I contemplating at one time the worst of all things that my life insurance would have been better for my family than me. But the Lord led me to a, a, an angel, a guy that, that changed my life by teaching me how to think better. I learned how to like myself. A lot of our problems, folks, you know what? We don't like ourselves. We don't like ourselves because of something we did in the past. That, that thing in our conscience, we have not accepted God's forgiveness yet. We have maybe not asked for God's forgiveness because maybe we don't think we're worthy of God's forgiveness. But you got to get over it. There is so much greatness out there in your life buried inside of you that we need to find and bring out so that you can change other people's lives, you can change the world, and you become one of my soldiers in my quest to touch a million lives before I die. Whether it's joining me in my business and what I do in teaching people about money and finance and personal growth, or, or you do whatever you think is the thing you need to do because we need to touch a million lives before I die and pass that challenge on to others so that that quest continues on. And I know there are people that I have met that have similar quests to help folks and change their lives. So let's get started today and talk about prosperity. You know, prosperity thinking, and, and, and I've got a list. You know, I'm gonna talk about typical financial planning versus prosperity economics. I'm gonna read through them. I don't like to read to people, but I'm gonna read through these. Financial planning. Number one, meets, needs, and goals only. That, that is a self-limiting philosophy because you don't know what your needs are. You, if you look at only what I need, it will never be enough because our needs change every day. So the only answer is to pursue wants and dreams to the maximum. You know, it's when I talk about retirement planning, you, you can't have a retirement plan that focuses on a dollar amount of money 
10, 20, 30, 40 years into the future because there's no way to quantify that number that it's right. So the only answer is from today forward, you have to learn the efficiencies of being the CFO, the chief financial officer of your life, of your home, of yourself, to manage your money and your habits around money so that it reaches maximum efficiency and the end result is you end up with the most money you could have based on the circumstances of your income along the way. In my mind, that is the only way to plan for retirement, to have the most I can have when I get there, because I don't know how much I'm going to need. Even if it's only five years away, I don't know what is the right dollar amount. And typical planning, they are stuck. If you don't give them a number, they can't do anything. And then they'll try to hypothetically. Here's a good one. They make an opinion and an assumption about your future. You know what the word assume is? It makes an ass out of you and me. Whoops, excuse my French. But that's the truth of it. Number two, minimize requirements. So, so minimizing the requirements, we only do the minimum. How much do I have to save? Well, here's four questions for you that I ask a lot of folks that I meet. Number one, how much interest do you have to earn on the money you're already saving in order that you'll have enough money when you get to retirement that your money will last throughout your life expectancy with increases of income? Question number two. How much money do you have to save on a regular systematic basis so that you'll have enough money at retirement that will pay you an income throughout your life expectancy with increases because of inflation? Number three, how long will you have to work before you'll have enough money that it will last you throughout your life expectancy with inflationary increases and not run out of money. And the fourth question, how much will you have to reduce your lifestyle in order to be able to retire and have enough money that will pay you an income throughout your life expectancy with increases for inflation? Those four questions, I can answer them in 15 minutes with a an interview with somebody and and it doesn't usually turn out well for the people that are asking the questions because people are not prepared they're not preparing they're not thinking correctly because the financial world and the typical thinking that they bring to the table leads you to end up somewhere short of what would be necessary for you to live out a happily life in retirement It's their plan because it meets their four goals. I want all your money. I want more ongoing. I want to keep it forever. I want to give back as little as possible. And and so their whole philosophy of planning cements you into those four goals that they have because the whole financial planning mantra tells you to put all you can into your 401k, IRA, 403b, 457 plan, which is a government plan for government employees. 
and it only maximizes their profit potential in the entire criteria of everything we're talking about. The next one, product-oriented, what you buy, focuses primarily on buying certain products. Prosperity economics is strategy-oriented, what you do, based on time-tested principles and financial philosophies used to build wealth. Focus on rate of return. Typical planning may focus on rate of return. Prosperity economics focuses on, focuses on recovering opportunity costs. See, there's the, there's the biggest difference that I can point out to you. Because what I do and how I help people is very, very unique. I believe you can make more money by avoiding losses, avoiding opportunity costs, than by chasing an interest rate. And right now the whole world is crazy because this low interest rate environment we're in is not gonna go away soon. Not for a long time. It, it would be impossible for the government to allow the interest rate to rise very much. And you don't believe me, get your calculator out. The government's debt on, on their credit card that we all are part of in America is over 27 trillion. In 2008, the benchmark rate of return on the 10-year treasury was 6%. But in 2008, there was only about 8 trillion of debt. So six times eight, that's 480 billion in interest. So with the lowering of interest rates over the last 12 or so years, now the interest rate is below 2% on 10-year treasuries, which they refer to as the benchmark. So a little bit less than 2%. So the interest on the 27 trillion is right around 500 billion. So it's about the same interest rate or close to it as it was 12 years ago. So they have been able to print $20 trillion of more money and borrow and, and, and come up with $20 trillion more money without having the cost of that changing. That would be like having a mortgage, folks. And here's your mortgage payment. So you got a $100,000 mortgage and your payment's $700 a month. So you increase your mortgage to a $2 million mortgage, $2 million mortgage and your monthly interest payment is still only seven, $800 a month. That's the equivalent of what's going on right now with the government and their borrowing. Now that's just the borrowed money. The unfunded liability exceeds $155 trillion. So the 155 and the 27 puts a mortgage on your and my future. Every citizen of the U.S in over $550,000 in future costs and expenses that is promised to people by our wonderful politicians, the deep state, the swamp in Washington, D.C. And something is going to change in the future. I don't know what it's going to be, but you better have access to capital you better have no consumer debt and you better have some control over your money. 
in order to have some survival in what will eventually show up from the government in their quest to find money to pay the interest on the debt or solve the problem. And I don't believe that, that I have my own beliefs on how that will work. The only way that a USA is going to get out of this is number one is start controlling the expenses and stop spending money that they're spending. And number two, grow the economy in America to the biggest economy in the world that would bring all the revenue and everything in that could be used to get rid of the debt and get control of this unfunded liability. But there's going to be some very, very painful decisions that will have to be made. And when a politician tries to make those decisions, you all are going to get angry and you're going to throw them out of office. So you're actually going to prevent the process of fixing the problem, just like we're experiencing right now. It's the truth, I hope. I'm sorry it's painful, but it's what it is. If you're on the journey here to become better, have more and do more for other people. See, rich people can't, poor people can't help other people. So we've got to find some financial wherewithal so you and I, in our humble way, can donate money to church to take care of things that need to be taken care of. It isn't what you do in life, it's the person you become. It's not the money you make, it's what you do with the money that becomes important. And I hope in some way, somehow, I can impact your thinking and your heart in some way. God bless. We'll see you next week. We're going to continue our journey about prosperity economics. We're going to delve into the blueprint and some of the details in the blueprint blueprint, and how to actually get started is what we're going to continue to talk about. So we'll see you next week. Get my book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. Get it at Amazon, Barnes & Noble. You can communicate with me here through Facebook or, or go to my YouTube channel. I put up a video the other day that was a talk that I did two years ago in Houston, Texas. I was the keynote speaker at a big national organization and, and it was called Be The Example, the BTE talk, Be The Example. Find it on my YouTube channel. Believe me, I would appreciate it. Watch the video. I'd like your comments if you could. It's already had in a couple of days, had well over a hundred views. Uh, find it and, and actually was posted on Facebook. So if you find our Facebook page, it's posted on there. Uh, I'd really appreciate it if you'd review that video. Go to cfo-project.com, put your name and email address in, and you'll get a, an email with a link in it to download as a PDF in your computer or on your phone, my new book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. However, I would recommend all of you go there, if not just for the book. Now, you can also buy the hardback copy over there, the full copy, and I'll send it to you with autograph. But there's four more books in the one hour video over there that will change your life. Live your life insurance. Life insurance will pay when I die. The infinite banking concept. Jumpstart your financial freedom. And the secret to wealth creation video that I created a year ago that's had hundreds and hundreds of views at this point in time. God bless. We'll see you next week, Monday at noon. God bless. Have a great weekend.